0: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast.
1: That's a good point from our Marcus Spears. We're going to dig into a story that really does boggle the mind as we hit Friday on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests on the Goodyear hotline. So here's the headline. We're going to start with something sweet. It is Valentine's Day weekend. But what the fellows were just talking about there, from Freddie Coleman to Marcus Spears and others, was how do two guys that have never once ever been on an NFL sideline, dominating the NFL discussion like nobody else. Never coached in an NFL game. Urban Meyer, Chris Doyle, if you don't know the latter, we'll get into it in just a second. But it is the biggest story in the biggest sport in this country. But before before we go in, and we're going to go hard, (laughs) because we were talking about this yesterday, so brace yourself. It's going to be a good conversation. We're getting ready for Valentine's weekend and keys to love are on the way
2: yeah they will be on the way we'll give some love advice you see i changed my voice there No, we it'll be fun callers can call in and and, um, tweet a tweet questions at us and do all the the instagramming and all the social media stuff and me and jay uh will try to give and you as well zubin we'll try to give some love advice you know whether it's taking them out where, where do you take them to dinner what do you buy do you buy anything and it doesn't have to be you know you could be tangled in an entanglement so to speak jay <laughs> in, tangled in, in an entanglement in, in, <laughs> tangled in an entanglement and then we can, may be able to help you get out of that entanglement so mm. don't be shy as, long as be shy key
0: is, as long as you use the 90s R&B voice for nope. every segment that's oh, all yeah. i care no we Stay we same uh, character we
2: certainly will have uh some R and B playing in the background. Don't yeah. worry. That's Zooping coming up after dark.
1: <laughs> That's coming up in forty three minutes. So Brian McKnight, if you're listening, get on the
0: horn. Eight eighty eight say E. You ESPN. love Big, oh, Big, you love Big like McKnight. a huh? dream
1: come true.
0: <clears throat> okay. Next, next here we go. Let's go. We B- can't McKnight. start back
1: at one, though. We can start back with Chris see, no, see B, B- I McKnight. You B
2: McKnight is right though. He used to be right though. That baby, was, face, um, 90s, baby face, face all in. Yeah.
1: Again there surprising a... you probably. Oh man, all that. <laughs> Man, don't let me get find me out, star. You're giving me chills,
0: Zubin. Let me, let me find out you got candles in the crib, Zubin. Let well, me as find I told out. You,
1: I don't need to. I can dispense advice. I don't need it. That's all. <laughs> so at <it, laughs> so uh, about 43 minutes from now, we'll get into the keys for love. I'm sure. To love. To love. Yes. Keys not not to poor, love. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Screw right. It up, Zubin. Keyshawn's <laughs> keys to love. So here's the question. Did the Jaguars screw it up? yesterday. Let's run through this story. Some of you saw this and that's the nature of what we do here, right? Something hits in the NFL. It's like the tipping point. Everybody's talking about it within 10 seconds, but let's just run through this for those that are not aware of the story, just waking up this morning. Thanks for being with us as always. Chris Doyle, for 21 years, was the strength and conditioning coach at the University of Iowa, largely seen as one of the best strength and conditioning coaches in the country at a position that is valued extremely highly in college football. He was making about $900,000 a year. However, after an investigation last June that essentially said the Iowa football program had racial bias and disparities in the program going back for over a decade in which more than 50 players, most of them, African-American complained about the treatment that they were getting from Doyle said that he's got to go. The university gave him a $1.1 million separation agreement at this current point. He and head coach Kirk Ferentz, the man that hired him are still facing a lawsuit from 13 former players around the racial discrimination. This is not over. Chris Doyle has done an unbelievable job there have been 55 players from Iowa that have been drafted into the National Football League in the last 15 years, all under his watch. He was hired, despite all of that yesterday, by Urban Meyer, who you probably know is no stranger to controversy. This is Coach Meyer on how careful they were before making this move.
3: I vetted him thoroughly, along with our general manager and owner. feel great about the hire, about his expertise at that uh, at that position, so we've edited them thoroughly, and and uh, sports performance is going to be a high high priority as it as it really in the last probably I don't know ten years really certainly at Ohio State that became if not the most important. You guys know my relationship with Coach Maradi at Ohio State, but uh, this whole from strength training ta- uh, training room, physical therapy, sports psychology, nutrition, that all fun- falls under the sports performance uh, team umbrella and i wanted to get the best of the best
0: and i want sports wanted, psychology Yes. Yeah. just to quickly
1: jay i'm Jeez. sorry i'm You're sorry, like sorry. jay oh my.
2: jay i'm sorry i i'm sorry man <sighs> like literally as soon as he said that so weird i've been around you too long we've been around each other too long now when he said sports co- psychology first thing i said is sports psychology so i guess you hired him to use sports psychology on the players interesting i, uh. I just i
1: As soon as he said that, though, go go ahead, Zubin. Quickly, just to mention Coach Mickey Mariotti is Urban Meyer's right-hand man. It was for many, many years at Ohio State. Just to, again, emphasize how important this position is. I also want to mention that part of the reason this hire was made is that the University of Iowa is a developmental program. As I mentioned, 55 draft picks in 15 years, all under Doyle. There are currently 36 Iowa Hawkeyes in the NFL, and believe it or not, seven of them or first-round draft picks, including one of the great stories. He just retired. This is how Iowa finds guys. Chad Greenway, Key, do you remember Chad Greenway? Yes,
2: absolutely. He
1: played for the Minnesota Vikings. He played eight-man football in South Dakota. Let me say that again, eight-man football. Town was so small, you couldn't have 11 guys on each side, so they had eight. When he was done with Chris Doyle in the University of Iowa, he was a first-round draft pick. Iowa is a developmental program. Key, the Jags are 1-15, in They have a developmental roster. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. But he told guys at Iowa, come in as a pile of clay. I'll turn you into a, an Adonis and we'll send you to the NFL. And what Urban Meyer wants to do is take that developmental tack that he had for 20 years at Iowa and make sure in year one in Jacksonville, it's in. I'm not saying it's right. There's a ton of baggage, but that is Meyer's rationale.
2: Well, he can have all the rationale that he wants. Um, I have a lot of respect for... Urban Meyer, been knowing Urban Meyer for forever. I mean, he, he recruited me. So, but I am disappointed in Urban Meyer at this point. Um, you know, when you, look, Marcus Spears said it yesterday. He said it again uh, as we played his clip from yesterday on our show. You You look at the climate and you look at what we've gone through in this country over the last four years, mm-hmm. all of the, the the just the negative stuff that we've had to deal with, black, white, purple, green, whatever, we've had to deal with. And now, because you want to win football games, you have now hired someone who was, you call it whatever you want to, separated from the team, uh, uh, Iowa, the university, settled out, came to an agreement, no, fired, fired. I'm going to say fired, even though that wasn't the agreement. But let's technically, but let's be real with each other. They gave him $1.1 $1. 1 million to go away because he was due 800000 and then he had another whatever three months left, so they made it $1.1 1. 1 over 15 months. So they gave him a settlement to go away. And you look at it, you go, well, why is that? Because whatever the allegations were, they obviously didn't want to stay in the program so much that they kind of said, you go away, here's your money. Because when you have 50 players accusing you of something, it isn't all race. He's not calling everybody the N-word. It's just the treatment of players, all of those sort of things that went on at Iowa. You made the decision to go out and hire him because you vetted him. You also vetted Zach Smith, who' your former wide receiver coach at Ohio State and at Florida because he can recruit very well yeah and it was all about winning football games and you want to make this higher this higher when you're entering into the NFL and you want people to believe in you and believe in your program Chris Doyle was dealing with 17 18 19 year old kids in college. Mm-hmm. And when you're dealing with those type of kids in college, you can strike fear in them, because they're trying to get to the next level to save to to basically help their families and do things like that. But I'll finish it on the other side because we got to get to break.
1: We do, and I want Jay's opinions on this. I know he's hot on it. You guys are two top level athletes. You understand that what strength and conditioning really means, but you also understand how you have to treat people with respect. The last thing I would say before we go to break. I just want to say something about those kids that remain at Iowa. Nobody's talking about them. This is an interesting cultural note, and I just want to mention this. This has very much not been in the discussion. Chris Doyle was replaced on the interim basis by a guy named Raymond Braithwaite. And Raymond Braithwaite is African-American, and that's important. The majority of your players are. Doyle is out, and right now his interim replacement is a much younger African-American guy. It's most important that the players feel comfortable, and when we return— I will tell you a couple of things about the Iowa football program. I covered him for years. I will tell you a couple of things about the Iowa football program. You will be stunned to hear. And that's how we start the day. Start the day is brought to you by Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash credit to hire great people fast. On the way, after all this news, has Urban Meyer already lost the locker room before his first team meeting? Jay's strong thoughts. Key ways in next. who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Good Friday morning. Hope it's going well for you early on this Friday. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests on the Goodyear Hotline. I want to continue the discussion we had in the previous segment. If you're just joining us, let me get you up to date The Jacksonville Jaguars have hired Chris Doyle, a guy you may not know as the director of sport performance. He essentially was Iowa's strength and conditioning coach for the Hawkeyes for 21 years, but separated himself from the program after more than 50 players, mostly black players, accused him of racial bias and disparities. Urban Meyer, no stranger to controversy, hired him, and obviously now it's become a huge brouhaha. It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Jay, I want to get to your points, but I just want to mention really quick, off the jump, for everyone that thinks this explosion exploded because of Chris Doyle. It didn't. It exploded because one of his former players, James Daniels, who's now in the NFL on June 5th of last year, tweeted this. And then the powder keg happened. Quote, there are too many racial disparities in the Iowa football program. Black players have been treated unfairly for far too long. That was an open ended statement. And that got everything going with Doyle. Jay, let me tell you this right off the jump. I covered the program for a long time. Did you know that until the last couple of years, you could not as a man Wear an earring in the Iowa football facility. You could not do that. If you're a woman that worked in football administration, you could. Up until the last couple of years, they have relaxed the regulations on wearing hoodies. I was there 15, 16 years ago. None of that was happening. Coach Doyle has been there for 20 years. Coach Ferentz, his boss, has been there for 21. Jay, only in the last couple of years <laughs> could you wear an earring and a hoodie. Team-issued gear, I get all that stuff. The team-issued gear, Hawk football. I'm talking like a regular hoodie that you would buy. It's cold, it's Iowa. It's like I winter, got on. Like yeah. you have on like right now. That was not allowed to be worn in the Iowa football facility until the last couple of years. This is what we're talking about. Doyle's a story, but there's a lot of undercurrents here, Jay.
0: Key, can you imagine a sports psychology course with Chris Doyle, just a one-on-one, if I were him and, and you were the student, you a student athlete and I just had my um, my get-out can here and I just kept... <laughs> Just God. kept spinning it like the T in the movie Get Out. Just, hey, you're going to a sunken place, Key. It's um this is the most disappointing thing I've seen all week. And uh the, the anthem was one, but this this is different. Because this is hey, if you everyone is redeemable, Key, as long as they bring value add to my football program from a winning standpoint. Everyone's redeemable. That's the that's the mindset of Irvin Meyer. And I know that you talked about Zach Smith. And the way he handled that situation down the stretch, it was almost, I didn't even think Urban Meyer thought there was anything that he handled that wrong at the end of the day with that. That, w- that, was, that was what made it so problematic. And here's what I will tell you, that I, I know people make decisions like this sometimes in business because it's about the bottom line and it's about winning games. But let him say something the wrong way to a grown man. This ain't college. You know, when you're in college, sometimes you won't say what's really on your mind because you'll be you'll be afraid to lose your opportunity. But when you get to the pros and key guys have kids, guys have families, guys have their own money in the bank account. Let you say something like that to me.
2: Well, that, what that- did
0: the five fingers say to the face key? It said slap. I'm going to slap the hell out of you. Like we're going to it's going to end up being it's going to be a way bigger deal if if he slips up and there'll be a bigger indictment on Urban Meyer?
2: Well, that's what I was saying before we went to break. When you're dealing with kids that are trying their best to advance their families at the next level, and the only opportunity is the scholarship so I could display my talents for the football gods out there in the NFL to take a look at me and things of that nature. So I got to kind of told a certain line. I don't want bad information put out there about me. I kind of want to just fall in the line and just get this nightmare over with. As you can see, 50 players went on to the National Football League because – I mean, they went on to kind of just, I don't know, bypass some of the things that was going on until they felt like they could say something and they finally started to come out and say it. And you hit it right, Jay, yes – you, you are in a locker room with professional athletes that make millions of dollars that have money in the bank. They don't need Chris Doyle at all whatsoever. So the moment that he slips up and it may not even, he, he may not even say anything to the degree of racism. He may just say something that ticks them. Because they think he said something because of his history.
0: And he'll never get the benefit of the doubt. And he'll
2: never get the benefit of the doubt. Walking into that building, when they go into that building, whenever that is that they start their off-season conditioning program, I can almost promise you he's not going to get the benefit of the doubt from many of the black players that are in there because of the history. The story's out there now. It's uncovered. And people would say, oh, that's wrong. They shouldn't be that way. No, no, no. Again, I'll go back to – what happened at Iowa? They gave him $1.1 million for a reason. They asked him to leave the program for a reason. And when they do that, that says something. And Urban Meyer hasn't felt the mistake that he just made yet. Yes, he's vetted him. He's been on it for 20 years. It, it checked all all right. He wasn't prosecuted of anything. I get all that. The all time. that is cute language to use. But I can promise you it's going to be very difficult to convince guys that this individual and Chris Doyle, who's the strength and conditioning, performance enhancing coach, psychological, whatever, all the cute stuff that you use to describe him, that he is, it's gonna be hard for these players to buy in to a guy like that. I just don't understand I, it's just, why it's gonna his, be
0: hard. The tonality of Urban Meyer was very authoritarian. Well, well I know the guy for 20 years and I vetted him, so this is where it is. I'm well, like, well, 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 wait a second. <laughs> why is it the way it is? Like, why have you made this decision based upon the current climate of where we are as a country? Why why have you given this guy another chance when it seems like no other college would ever give him a chance? Those are the kind of things that it's – you can't come into the pros running it like you would run Ohio State football. You don't have full autonomy here. You have – so many other players that are your partners. You know, when, it's, when you're in college, you're the dictator. You tell people what happens. When you go to the pros, you have to be collaborative. The tonality needs to change. The way you need to talk needs to change. I'm surprised that he didn't dress that up in a different way.
2: Well, uh, Urban's been a football coach for life, right? That's but he's fine. never been an NFL football coach. So he doesn't really know how to address the professional Not the college guy trying to be a professional, but a professional that's a professional that's been a professional for a very long time, the mindset changes for us athletes when we become pros. We're not the same as we were in college. We listen to you different in college than we do in the pros. Your words mean something different in college than they do in the pros. And he is yet, again, to hold a team meeting, to hold training camp, mini camp, OTAs, He's yet to do any of those things. And one of the first orders of business for him was to hire someone to oversee his strength and conditioning program. And you found Chris Doyle when I'm sure there's many other guys that have done a tremendous job at their schools or even in the professional ranks that you could have hired. But you hired somebody who who now has brought light to your program and people are watching The Jacksonville Jaguars even more now, especially the athletes that are in the pros that you may have to go sign with all that money in free agency. The draft picks, they ain't got no choice but to go play for you. The guys in free agency or the guys that are currently on the roster there, you got to now appease them and figure out if they like. Chris Doyle.
1: I know the majority of you are listening on the radio, but when I made that comment about the earring, you should have seen the look on Key and Jay's face. It does say something. Last thing I'll say, this is the most important <laughs> thing about Urban Meyer, right? Think about it. this. Is I'm sorry to
2: laugh though, Zuby, but
1: you you, know telling exactly me I can't,
2: you telling me I can't wear an earring and a hoodie. That's crazy to me.
1: Stop. Just telling you that's how it no, works. No, I,
2: I get it, but that is crazy to me. They have relaxed it. Because I wouldn't go to the school. Mm-hmm. Ain't no damn, I don't care because... I guess my morals are just different when it comes to stuff like that.
1: Last thing I would say about Meyer. You guys both brought up Zach Smith, the embattled assistant, the sexual assault charges. Here's what Meyer is always thinking, okay? Control chaos, and I always win. When he had all of his issues at Florida with Aaron Hernandez, with Percy Harvin, with other people, he came out on the other side. Do you know what happened the season Zach Smith happened? They won the Rose Bowl, yes, okay? yeah. With all the Zach Smith stuff, they won the Rose Bowl and the final game of the season Ohio State won it, and Meyer walked out of college. So he knows whether your controversy is swinging about this, whatever people are saying about Doyle, every single time he has faced adversity, Florida, Ohio State, he has always come out on the other side as a winner. On the field. I'm not saying he's a winner. A winner on the field. And he doesn't think there's any reason it won't happen again. Straight talk wireless. No contract, no compromise. Around the league next, QB... Or not QB, sizing up one division with a team that just shipped away a guy that was in the Super Bowl not too long ago. Patience is short in the not for long.
0: For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access
2: to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer.
1: I'm going to do some work for you, Megan Judge. I'm going to do the marketing. Keys to, ju- Keys to Love, of course, brought to you by Cavs forward Kevin Love.
0: You hit him with that voice key?
1: Nick guard,
3: <laughs> Garrett
1: Gross,
0: <laughs> former wrestler Diamond Dallas Page. They don't know what's about to happen to him. They don't know what's about to happen to him today. And, of course,
1: Keys to Love brought to you by former Michigan State star Denzel Valentine. All right, so tell us what's going on here with Keys to Love.
2: Well, we could we get some callers in here, uh, tweet at us with your questions, just simple advice about this weekend, and in general, maybe there's an entanglement that's going on in your life that you want to get out there with me and Jay Will, in, in, as well as you, Zubin. Uh, you know, New York tri-state area, California, Cleveland, Ohio, Chicago, Dallas, Nebraska, Iowa, you name it, we're there for
0: you. You having girl problems? You having man problems? Key and I can fix it. That's our thing. We can fix it. Mm-hmm. And mm. if you're
1: listening out there, you know if your former Syracuse guard Jason Hart or former Maryland star Diamond Stone. Get on the line. 888 say ESP and 888 729 3776. Diamond Stone can... don't sound like no basketball player. I'll <laughs> leave it at that. You remember that? Next up, Diamond Stone. Yes. <laughs> and if you need to entangle yourself from an entanglement, we're ready to go. And speaking of diamonds, the Bucks are not the only ones that'll be getting a ring soon enough. Super Bowl bling. They got their ring. Brought to you by Macy's. Again, 888 say ESP and 888 729 3776. Keyshawn, J. Will Zubin, and Barry White. Will take your calls and Key will answer your questions to love. He will unlock your girlfriend's heart. He will make sure that this Sunday, when you can actually finally go out to eat in New York City, which is the thing I'm actually loving the most
2: girlfriend or boyfriend? Or mistress. (laughs) Or a side piece. All all that. If you have a side piece. Zubin is 100% correct. (laughs) Side piece. You can call me if you have any issues. With your wife, your mistress, your girlfriend, your or girlfriend, your wife, your mistress. All three. All three. Your boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm here to help.
1: Equal opportunity. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We will do Let that. Let me find out yeah.
0: about you, Zubin. Let me find out
1: about you. <laughs> We're finding a little more every day. Probably should be pulling back. Too late now. It's time to go QB to QB and then calls on your QT. That's next. Thank you, Shakespeare. Here we go. So if you're just joining us, over the last couple of days, we've been running through each division in the National Football League, talking about their starter, and essentially saying, what's the deal? What's the biggest pressing question about a starter in this division? And then Key and Jay will respond, and we'll get some expert analysis as well. I'm not saying Key doesn't have expert analysis. We'll get additional expert analysis. Okay, so here we go. Today's division is the NFC West. And uh, you might have heard a couple of days ago a guy that is known for towing the line. His entire NFL career decided not to. He stepped out a little bit. We're going to go in order of division finish. The Seahawks won it. So let's start with Russell Wilson. Earlier this week on the Dan Patrick Show on talking about potential Russ trade rumors.
3: Yeah, I definitely believe they've gotten calls for sure. I think that, you know, I think anytime you're a player that, you know, tries to produce every week and, has done it for you know consistently. I think people are going to call for sure, and I think it's part of the process. Yeah, but you're a franchise quarterback. You're a Hall of Fame quarterback. You're not available, are you? Well, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm available or not. That's a that's a Seahawks <laughs> question. But I think also, I think more than anything else is, um, you know, I think at the end of the day, you you want to win. You know, I play this game every day to wake up to win. You play this game to be the best in the world. You know, I you know what I hate I hate sitting there watching other guys play <laughs> the game.
2: Yeah, well, Russell Wilson's not going anywhere. He's, he's going to be a Seattle Seahawk until the end of his career. I, I think when you look at it, the frustrations have set in. He certainly should have some sort of advice or opportunity to participate in some of the moves that they make in the offseason, especially at the skill position.
0: You see, Russell lied to us right there. He said, you know, I, I can't tell you if I'm going to be moved. That's a Seattle question. No, it's not. You see what Deshaun Watson's doing? If Russell Wilson really wanted to leave Seattle – He could find a way to get out of Seattle. He's not going to leave Seattle. But you know what? I can't take anything Russell says seriously anymore. (laughs) If you've seen his GQ's modern love issue, have you seen these, Key? Have you seen these photos of him? No. I need you to Google Russell Wilson GQ modern lover's issue, and you tell me what you think.
2: Uh, You tell me what you think. I will. I will. I I didn't see it, but
1: I will. He's on it right now. Him and Sierra. Mr. Unlimited. Jay apparently has some limited appeal right now for Russell Wilson. Next up in the division.
3: Los Angeles Rams.
1: Okay, obviously they have made the biggest move right now in the NFL to acquire Matt Stafford. What do you think, Key?
2: You know, it's it's a great move for Matthew Stafford. I said it before. I think that the Detroit Lions did a great job by allowing him to seek a trade because he didn't want to be buried in an organization that was going to have a reboot and a restart with a new head coach and general manager. However – I don't know that it's going to work out for the Rams the way the Rams envision. Other teams are going to make moves as well. So we're finally going to see Matthew Stafford with a full arsenal of weapons on the offensive side and one of the brightest minds, as people say, in the NFL and Sean McVay on the coaching side. I just hope Sean McVay doesn't get into this John Gruden, I need a quarterback every other year type situation when Matthew Stafford does not lead them to a Super Bowl like Jared Goff did, or a Super Bowl victory like they hope.
0: Mm. Well, Zubin, you know I love Vegas, and you know I always pay attention to Vegas. Matthew Stafford, I think he's either four or five on the MVP Mm. uh, preseason award list, right, to to be there. So I, I think that speaks volumes about him. Look, their defense gave up 35 points per game last season. I mean, 32, around there. You have to score a lot. In order to win those type of games with that hard defense, so I give Matthew Stafford a lot of credit. It's going to be interesting to see him with a lot of pieces around him offensively.
2: I hate to jump back in on that though, Jay. They lost a lot of they lost a lot of coaches on the defensive side of the ball. I know a lot of people are pointing Understood. to the defense, but they lost the they lost the, the defensive coordinator, the linebacker coach, the assistant head. Co- I mean, they lost a lot on the defensive side.
1: No question about it. Dan Orlovsky, a former Lions quarterback, much like Matt Stafford, agrees with Jay. The Stafford move makes them Lombardi-worthy.
0: It's a home run for the Los Angeles Rams. Listen, the Rams right now are in a two-year window. They're not building for the long term. They have chosen to go from good to great, or at least take the chance to go from good to great. And they wanted to pair two greats together. Like, Sean McVay's a great offensive mind. He's a great head coach, and they're going to pair him with a great quarterback. And so, for the Rams, this now vaults them to that top three or four
1: list when it comes to Super Bowl contenders next year. So that was said on our show earlier this month. Why is Dan saying two years? Stafford is two years, forty three million dollars left on the deal, which by honestly, by NFL standards, is actually a bargain for a quarterback of that ilk. Next up, oh speak we're gonna get oh. to your calls on the cuties in a second, but first, uh, this cute team.
2: Ooh. Arizona
1: Cardinals. Okay, Key, here's the deal. You've described Kyler Murray as cute, competitive, all the words, but What improvements does he need to make as he heads into a big-time third year? You always hear about the third year with the quarterbacks, right? Well,
2: I think he just needs to continue to build. Within this system, he's done a tremendous job of quarterbacking this team and being competitive. I think they need to figure out defensively what, what they can do to upgrade there. They need to also figure out the running game. You can't drop back and throw the ball all over the lot like this is college football and the Big 12 Conference. This is the National Football League. And it is clearly the NFC West. So they've got to just figure out what they want to be on defense, game management by Cliff Kingsbury, run the football, and continue to develop Kyler Murray.
0: Yeah, I agree with you, Key, on the running game. I, I think we saw a large uptick in his second season from a rushing perspective for Kyler Murray. I think he rushed for 300 more yards and seven more TDs than he did in his first season. But I still don't want my quarterback back being that vulnerable all the time. Establishing a legit run game, I think, can really help, help them in the play action and help them with the error rate system.
1: Let's get the perspective of John Gambadoro, known as Gambo in the Valley of the Sun, one of the big voices out there in Arizona on Arizona Sports 98 98- Point seven on what he thinks Kyler needs to get better at.
3: All right, year three from Kyler Murray. He needs to read defenses. The best thing Kyler does is throwing one-on-one where he doesn't have to think. That's why DeAndre Hopkins lines are predominantly on the left and stays there. Easy matchups, easy throw. If Hopkins crosses the field and Kyler's got to read the coverage, he's not really good at that right now. He has to get better at reading the defense pre-snap, having an idea where he's going to go with the ball. Right now, he doesn't know what he's looking at and doesn't have a plan. It's a lot of backyard football. And the biggest issue is pressure. He doesn't have a pressure plan, gets skittish when bodies are around him. Other than that, he's great.
1: <laughs> and by the way, uh, you can bet on it, right, Keaton? Oh, yeah. You can oh, bet yeah. on it, that's for sure. Next up, the team that used to rule the division.
0: San Francisco 49ers.
1: If there was ever a quarterback tailor-made for QB or not QB, it's Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, this guy is dead center, perfect question here. I mean, where do they stand, keep it, the quarterback?
2: I think if they could get Deshaun Watson, Jimmy Garoppolo will be on another team. But if not, they're going to stick with Jimmy Garoppolo. And they should stick with Jimmy Garoppolo unless they can get an upgrade, a Matt Ryan, so to speak, or a Deshaun Watson get the defense back healthy, run the football, and allow that quarterback to not make the mistakes like they did to got, that got them into the Super Bowl two years ago against the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. Just do enough,
0: but don't do too much. If you can't get Deshaun Watson, I'm curious if the interest for Kyle Shanahan could be somebody like Sam Darnold. Just because of his mobility, the way he plays – We've obviously seen Sam Darnold go through the Adam Gase you know, run where brilliant minds offensively. It would be nice to see him, Sam Darnold actually with a brilliant mind offensively.
1: 49ers reporter for ESPN, Nick Wagner, on where the Niners stand.
3: The 49ers believe Jimmy Garoppolo will be their starter in 2021, but have said they must have a clear upgrade if they're going to move on. Trading a releasing Garoppolo would only be a $2.8 million dead money hit, so there are no real issues if it comes to that. The bigger issue is finding someone who represents an upgrade that won't rob them of their future. To this point, only Deshaun Watson fits that description, and the Niners will have interest if the Texans eventually make him available. But the Niners aren't going to sell the farm for a player who is either similar to Garoppolo or just slightly better. The more likely route is they keep Garoppolo, draft a quarterback fairly early who can push him, and sign a veteran with starting experience in case Garoppolo's injury woes continue. And that is QB or
1: not QB for the NFC West. We will resume on Monday with the AFC West key.
2: I like Nick. I like what Nick just said there. Uh, you, you get a veteran quarterback that may, you know, just in case something goes wrong with Jimmy, they need a, a stopgap guy there. Maybe you draft a younger guy if you can't get a Deshaun Watson. I'll take a look at Matt Ryan, though, because of the familiarity with Kyle Shanahan. And then if you, if you, if you somehow can get Matt Ryan – and you could draft a young guy to develop behind Matt Ryan over the next four years, then you got that bridge, you know, to move on when Matt Ryan decides to retire.
1: Right. For those that are not familiar, Matt Ryan, Kyle Shanahan together, the Super Bowl when Shanahan was the offensive coordinator, that's the 28-3 game. Sorry for the fans in the ATL, for the fans in the ATL. So that reunion possibly could happen. We promised it. You have weighed in. You are ready to pepper key this weekend on Valentine's Day weekend. The keys to love have arrived. And I'll tell you, am I okay here or no? Should we let this breathe?
2: No, you can, it's gonna play. Just, oh, okay. just, he's going to play. He's going to lay it down. Okay. Lay it
1: down. Just for our title sponsor, because we love you, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. And all of our guests appear on the good, good your hotline. All right, so here we go. <laughs> it's just almost too good. So here's the deal. Keys to love is not even a domestic ESPN product. Keys to love is going international. Okay, that's how big this is. Because love knows no bounds until you hit divorce court like fifty percent of people do. But hey. Jeez. Love her until it happens. <laughs> this is advice for all the women in your life, but not your mom. That's your own problem. Okay. Here we go. Kevin in Ottawa. Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Hopefully you're at Tim Hortons with a coffee in your hand, ready to go. Kevin in Ottawa is on ESPN radio. Kev, go ahead. Key is ready to answer anything you've got. Keys to love.
3: Yeah, guys, appreciate you taking my call. Uh, I've been listening to you for a long time. Key, I got a question for you. This weekend, I bought my wife a purse thinking, wow, she's really going to love this for Valentine's Day. And she was away for a girls weekend. When she came back, she was like, "Honey, you're not going to believe it. Look at this new purse I bought. Oh. So now, what do I buy her?
2: Is it is it the same purse or is just a purse? Different purse. It is
3: the it is the same purse in like a little different color. You know, it's it's the beautiful, right? She's got great taste. And so I saw it, thought of her, and she saw it and thought of her. <laughs> and so, what do I buy her now?
2: So here's what I would do if I was you, Kevin. Mm-hmm. I would take the purse back. Or, or hold on to it, take it back later. I'd go, sounds like she likes to shop. So what I would do is mm. give her uh, whatever store she likes to go to, whether it's Louis Vuitton, Gucci, one I don't know. Nordstrom's Neiman Marcus. Get, yeah, it, yeah. get a gift card, roses, candy, and a card. And, you know, profess that love to her and let her know because mm-hmm. it gives her an opportunity to go out and shop because you know, women they like to shop. They like to oh, be able she, to she go with that. they go with their friends to a store. Don't give her cash. Don't put it. In, mm. Don't put it in the bank account because they would think at that point that you put no thought into it at all Wait. whatsoever.
0: Kevin, does she have a lot of purses though?
2: Uh you know, she has a few. She has a few purses, but I'm trying to be thoughtful. I, I saw
1: saw this from the thought of her.
0: I mean, you could you could just as another option. I like keys option. You could write her a letter about why this purse is the only purse, and Mm -hmm. kind of put that letter in the purse and say, look, I know you got something, but I got something that I think is special for you. You know, make it emotional. Make that emotional connection. Writing a letter, too much work. (laughs) Way too much work. Listen, listen, Zubin, not a lot of work. Just a little penmanship.
1: Now, Sam is in Cleveland. Sam, I I say this tongue planted firmly in cheek. I know you're gonna be breaking coronavirus protocols this weekend because I see what you wanna talk about. I'm not against it. I'm not here to judge. Sam in Cleveland, your keys to love for key. Hey guys, how are you? What's happening? What's up, man? Hey, hey, so I have a question for you. I've been a lifelong uh, Browns fan, and I have a potential to go on a, a blind date with a Steelers fan. Do you guys have? Uh, do you guys think it's a good idea? Feel as if my loyalty is being tested a little bit. <laughs>
2: well, well, first of all, I'm not going on any blind dates. I need to see what the person looks like, not just a conversation over the phone. Because if I get there and if I'm going to Pittsburgh or they coming to Cleveland and I'm meeting them or whatever the case is, I want to know what they look like. Because if, if, if they look something different than what my taste buds are, then I'm be highly disappointed. So number one, let's get a picture. Let's get a FaceTime. Let's get some interaction <laughs> so we would know what that is. And I understand blind dates is is what it is in this country right now or in the world with all these different internet sites. But no, I'm not, I'm not with the blind date and neither should you.
1: Key, you want to know if, if uh, you got a picture. I want to know if she's quarantined for 10 days.
2: Yeah, that too. You're talking about yes. quarantining. You're talking yes. about a whole uh, – in this climate, there's a lot Very that difficult. goes on. So Very I
1: difficult.
2: would be careful if I was you.
1: Yeah, I don't need like a uh, I love you, sweetheart, note. I need a negative PCR test. Okay. <laughs> and you don't want to –
2: and also you don't want to wind up – test
3: negative. That's what we
2: Like my entire <laughs> tail
0: you don't want to be fished. That's what you don't want Oh, be. no, no. Don't want to be Ray Allen out there. May-
1: Last one. Danny in Orlando, you have a simple request. Can you just do this in 10 seconds and Key will answer a simple question for Key?
2: Thank you for taking my call, guys. Appreciate it. I love your show. Question I have, Key, um, being a diehard Buccaneer fan, me and my wife been together for a year married, marriage, seven years together. How can I get my wife to convert to a Buccaneer fan? Man, you got to just continue to drill it in her head. Watch the oh. games. Watch, watch, watch the games, uh, you know, talk Buccaneers, get her some Buccaneer gear, maybe even go down to Tampa if you don't live in Tampa, drive to Tampa, and kind of, you know, there's bush gardens there. There's different things to do within the Tampa Bay area. There's also there's there's a few things on Del Mabry Boulevard that Keep you drilling. may want to venture
0: with her or not. I don't know.
1: And those places are open all <laughs> night, so take it there anytime time of Thanks
0: for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your
1: audio.